Right, welcome everyone to another episode of Love Island Cast USA. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. It's great to be back. Great to talk to you. Yep, let's go, Dave. So, what have you got on the agenda today? Well, I thought it was interesting. We started off with Yemen and Weston. They were chosen by the new girls, weren't they, yep. to spend the night. And I thought, I, I don't recall this one from this season of the UK series, but... They have to say, you know, kick the other girls who are coupled up already, kick them away into the hideout (laughs) and then sleep in their bed with their man, which I thought was a particularly brutal twist to it. So, I mean, obviously, what, what did you make to that? I thought it was fucking great, Dave. I I think exactly what we need in the UK. Exactly. Perfect game. Absolutely no one's fault other than the fact that the girls had to choose somebody, didn't they? Which made it even more awkward. And Kristen picked Yeman and Alana, she had a chat with her, pulled us to one side and she did say, I'm not happy. I'm not going to try and lie. She didn't bullshit. She just said, you know, leave me alone. Let's see. It was a bit awkward when they were sat there, but I give her full respect. But again, Dave, she went full on, not that bothered. I'm not that bothered. Oh, yes, she was. Because when they played the game later on, just as a superhero, she nearly nearly kissed his face off, didn't she? She did, but, I mean, she had a lot of anger to get rid of as well in that, didn't she? Did you see how you had the little cardboard cutout dude and she just twisted his head right off? (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) It was good, that, though. It was a good game because she did did cartwheels, she did flip she did all sorts didn't she to get a man and put just put it on him and Kristen's trying to like be like whoa yay clapping her hands and you could see she's like fuck off get your hands off him you know yeah she was she was absolutely on one Alana wasn't she but I guess you know with how we ended up it proves in my mind that these games just generally mean the square root of fuck all <laughs> yeah yeah they do they mean anything and I think as well Mallory with Western it's a strange one. It's what you said the other day about, she's like, I'm not interested. If you find someone, you, you go for it. You follow your heart. She's saying it continually through the episode. And to me, I said it for a couple of episodes, but to me, she, it's, it's a defense mechanism. I think she liked him, Dave. I don't know whether it's a case of, I'm not interested in him. Like we'd seen on the UK one with a couple of the characters there, like Molly and some of the others. It's like, I'm not interested, not interested. But then someone else comes on the scene. Hang on a minute. I am interested. That's my man. And, that, and that's what it seems like because she's really like, talk about an absolute space like a slapped ass. She's absolutely not happy. And she's very, very catty, Mallory. And she really takes it personally. Yeah, I, I, I'm not that disappointed to see her go, if I'm honest. She strikes me as one of those girls who are just very bitchy behind other girls' back and blokes' backs. And, you know, I, I didn't really take to her at all. I couldn't quite work out, you know, did she actually like Weston? Because she displayed some signs that, you know, she wasn't happy at all. Some of the faces that she was pulling. But then I couldn't work out, is she actually bothered about Weston at all? Or was she bothered more by a place in the villa? It's, yes, I, th- I think he's a bit of both. My personal opinion is, I know I said it then, is 
yes, the villa, it's a free holiday. You know, you've got to go back to normal life now. But I also think it's one of these where she may have a bit of a ego complex where she seems to think every man should like her. And because he didn't really show a massive interest in her, she probably take that as a bit of a kick. And we've seen that. I know we're going to keep referencing it, but we've seen that in the UK, haven't we, with, with a guy there called Anton, who we absolutely love. He's, he's just comedy gold. But he was really put out because he's six-pack and body. And obviously, he gets him quite quite a bit of attention up in Scotland. But when he was on the show, he's just one of the cast because they all look like that. And I think... I mean, I'm not saying they're all tens or they're all, all the lads are tens or whatever, but they're all good-looking people, aren't they? And I think yeah. he's had a bit of a bit of a, a knock to her confidence more than anything. Yeah, you can imagine outside the villa, she's got the blonde hair, she's got the blue eyes. You know, she is quite attractive. You you can imagine that she's got guys coming on and throwing themselves at her or trying to chat her up all the time. Like I say, I still remember that reaction the other day when you know Weston says, "Well, you know, I'm not that bothered either." And the face, the face on her was like one of shock. She was like, really? Oh, yeah. fine. You know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, I wasn't too disappointed to see her go. I was a bit more gutted, to be honest, for Alana. I thought, you know, I thought her and Yemen really had something. But that recoupling there, done it again with the speeches, that the way he starts off the speech, <laughs> it makes me think that he's going to go one way. And then he announces the other person's name. I, yeah. How can you have that much of a connection? You basically had, you know, a couple of conversations with this girl. And then you're going to, you know, dump out the other girl who you've been with for the last week. It, it's, it, it was a bit odd. And she obviously, you know, Alana took it quite badly, didn't she? Yeah, you are correct. And again, we've seen this in the UK one with uh, Yuandi, who's the clever sort of, scientist and the way that Danny who she was paired up with he built it up like she's really clever she was like oh he's done the sensible thing and then he went Arabella because he said so like I feel this girl's ready to settle down and all this and I'm thinking it can't be it cannot be anyone else other than El- Elana it can't yeah. be and then it was a big fuck you I'm picking someone else it was really really cutting but I knew his body language was so awkward when he was started speaking, and I'm thinking he is not picking her. You could just tell there was no smile, there was nothing, was there? I know he was going to let one of them down, but it made more sense for sort of Kristen to get knocked down because, like I said, they only spent a bit of time together. But oh my word, Dave, did she not take it well? Yeah, I don't think he ever got over the fact that she's never. She said she's never had a proper boyfriend. Yeah, he's, he's always played on that, and he's always brought that up in conversations we've seen it three yeah. or four times now haven't we so I, I called him Ted top bloke and everything I don't know Dave it, 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 I really don't know now I'm questioning my own judgment again with the show it, it, it's interesting how the stories they tell can just sway the way you think of people I don't think he's a bad bloke but I because that's what you're in there for but everything he did with Alana maybe she's just too full-on Dave maybe that's the problem with her he comes across quite mature, though, to me, and she's a little bit younger. I, I don't know. Like I say, for me, he never got over the fact that she said she's never had a, a proper boyfriend or anything. So I think that was always a needle, and that had just wound him up, you know, or, or grated on him over time. But um, you, you never know, dear. I, what we usually find, don't we, Chris, is you keep someone in there long enough, 
and they go through, you know, it's almost like Game of Thrones, isn't it? You know, Jamie Lannister starts off, he's an absolute bastard, and then you think, oh, he's kind of redeemed himself and then you think oh no he's an absolute bastard <laughs> you know they're all kind of just gray you know just different shades of gray aren't they yeah yeah it's it's, it's it's a great thing to watch because as a fan it's like oh he's proper cringy you're looking for your eyes like fucking hell he's not gonna and this is the first episode where i genuinely felt like it felt like love island it felt as if because obviously they have no gauge to watch other than the UK one and maybe the Aussie one or some of the others. And even so, Dave, even something I actually mentioned on a couple of episodes ago regarding the presenter, and you'd mentioned about him, you, he dropped a comment in for this series saying, oh, this is a stock shot we took from 2017. Yeah. The presenter on the American one pretty much said it beat for beat other than the yeah. year. He said, oh, we've now got a stock image of the moon i'm thinking my god you've been watching the uk one trying he's to get been watching on sterling hasn't he just making some notes there i'll, I'll just steal that one <laughs> yeah yeah it's proper, like it's too obvious wasn't it? i was thinking oh dave's gonna love that one but yeah it just feels like we're getting somewhere now we're getting a bit of shit going down and i was quite surprised with cashel as well because he was a bit arsy with kieran i said that yesterday and i, I felt quite sorry for her because i think she's a good looking girl i think she's got everything going for her. And he, I don't know, I, I called him a slime ball. I, he, he'd not come across well the last few days, but he did pick her. So I just don't know whether he's going to be one of these ones. Every time a new girl comes in, he's looking for something better when it's obviously there right in front of him. So I'm not sure. It it does appear that. I mean, there was this awkward conversation with them, wasn't there, about, you know, Kesha was asking her, if do you feel like you've opened up fully? Um, and she was saying no and, you know, but he was implying he has opened up and it, it was all a bit strange. So, you know, but, you know, she sort of said, well, it's, it's a bit of a defense mechanism, isn't it? You know, so when she gets to this point, she kind of tends to run away before she gets too hurt. Well, you might be in the wrong place for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because they're all cooked up in that villa, it's, it, you know, 24-7, time moves a lot quicker. Things move, emotions move a lot quicker, don't they, than, than outside because you don't have a regular job. You're not distracted by social media or the news or anything. You, you've just got to focus on each other and building these relationships. So it'll be interesting where that goes. But I think the new guy we saw who's going to come in tomorrow he's going to take care on a date. So that right might really sort of throw the cat amongst the pigeons, mightn't it? Yeah, and what about the old cheeky wink, Dave, to the camera? The old classic sportsman's wink, as it's to say when they said, and we've got him coming. Is his name Ethan? I can't remember his name. Oh, yeah. I, 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 can't, I didn't write down what his name was, but yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He did like nice a bit of cheese there. Yeah, proper cheese. to say, I'm coming to steal all the women. He's probably in there and I'd be an absolute prick. But, but it's... What I found, I said this when I did the show on my own the other day, was it felt like it's a bit empty at the moment. And I'm just hoping by this little fallout with Yeman and Alana, and obviously she's gone, it's going to cause some shit. Because you need it as much as when we've done the US and the UK ones. The UK ones, we've both called them out when it's drama. Like, you know, from a moral point of view, but from a viewing point, like as, as a viewer, you absolutely fucking love that. Ridiculous yeah. flip-flopping from one person to another, backstabbing. That's what the whole show He's built on, so this has just been too vanilla for me. So I'm hoping we're going to get some proper aggro now. 
So, yeah, I don't think the ratings are brilliant for this first season. And I think part of that is to do with how vanilla it is. I think it's on at eight o'clock, isn't it, on yeah. CBS? So, you know, they can't push the boundaries, you know, of adult related content, you know. So I don't know. I, I would like to see a bit more drama in this one because I feel like, you know, even at the beginning where the uh the girls have to pick someone to basically kick a partner out into the hideout and then sleep with their in the bed with their man, that should have created a lot of drama, but you know, everyone was pretty diplomatic about it, quite reflective. You know, there's only Alana who showed a bit of emotion, but even that was just like, she was keeping a lid on it. You know, I'm sure inside she was fuming. I want to see outside fuming. Yeah, I do. I do. And I, I've called out again saying that they're older in the US one. And maybe that's why, Dave, I don't think they have that much older, but they seem a lot more mature. And yeah. That could be the problem. That could be the problem. Why it's like that? Because people are genuinely worried in the English one. They don't give a fuck, do they? It's literally, there's very few people with conscience, and we've seen that over the last few days. So I, I want that. I want the drama, and I, I agree with you. I think the problem in America is, and we've said this as well, is the trigger happy, aren't they, at cancelling shows? I, they may get a second series out. It just depends if it grabs anybody. And like you said with CBS, I said, is it on some sort of low-budget channel? You're right, CBS is one of the biggest ones they've got. So if it's not going to make it on there, on prime time slot at 8 o'clock, I don't know what will, but I will say in its defence, with the original Love Islands and the ones over the last couple of years, the first series, when it re- restarted, it wasn't a, a great, it was the second series where it took off, Dave, and then the third mm-hmm. series, now we're in the fifth, the third series was probably the highest rate one it's done, and then after that, it just snowballed. So I think it, if they give it time, they've just not got the patience over in the US. We've seen it with some of our favourite shows, haven't they? They just go, oh, fuck this, it's not getting the ratings it might just be a slow burner if people get captivated by it. Yeah, it could be. I mean, uh, like this latest season in the in the UK is the most popular one yet, isn't it? So uh, it's got the highest ratings out there. So it is one of those. I, th- I think what it is, Chris, a little bit like myself, you're initially repulsed by the idea. <laughs> you just think this is awful, trash TV. Why would anyone want to watch this? And then you get sucked into it. So... When you're battling against that kind of uh, initial preconception at the show's concept, it is going to be a bit of a slow burn. It's going to grow organically. And so it's just yeah. whether, you know, I, I mean, at the end of the day, it can't cost that much to put this show together. So it's not like cancelling a, a series where you've got, you know, cancelling a sci-fi series where you've got to spend lots on production and sets and things. You've got a renter villa in Fiji. Can't imagine the rent on that. It's, too much and and you've got to you know give the show contestants a bit prize money and pocket money for while they're out of their jobs so i I don't know i'd I'd be pretty confident there's going to be a second series i hope so i hope so we're not even in the end of the second week so we're not even halfway through yet which is good that's good for everything and i think what's quite funny is i get people coming to me at work more slating me because i watch love island like you know, how the hell do you watch that shit or whatever? And I'm like, I love it. I love everything about it. Do not tell me anything otherwise. But then I get a lot of him who slated it at the start. Some of the lad, lads come to me uh, last uh, today in work and said, I watched a couple of them this week and said, it's been it's really good, isn't it? Oh, yeah, but I don't know why I'm watching it. You know, and all this. So you're just like... <laughs> you know what, Chris? I'm going to tell you this now. So live on air, 
kind of, or whenever yeah. you're listening to this. So our friend Ben. Oh, yeah. Who, who we were doing the Chat Footy podcast with. Yes. Was messaging me the, the night before last. He was messaging me about Amber um, and saying, oh, look, I quite like this Amber. I'm like, hang about. You hated this. He's even blocked our Twitter accounts because he hates it so much. Has he? Then, yeah, yeah. He told, he told oh, not blocked, block, but muted. You know, yeah, yeah. he can't stand Love Island. And then last night it was like, oh, Michael's finally seen sense. And I was like, oh, you love it. Oh, the wanker. <laughs> that is shocking, Dave. And I'm definitely getting on our WhatsApp group and sending him some abuse. <laughs> you can, you can yeah, do yeah. one now. <laughs> 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 well, that's a great way to uh, end today, Dave. That's, <laughs> that has made my day. Oh, my word, is he getting some gifts now in that WhatsApp group? Because he gave me and you a right load of fucking stick. Probably you more than me. So I have... Oh, what a revelation. I'm definitely tagging him on Facebook now on Twitter. Brilliant, Dave. Absolutely brilliant. Um, so if you want to get in contact with the show on Twitter at Love Island Cast, or if you want to email the show, the Love Island Cast at gmail.com. Fantastic revelation, Dave. That has made my evening now because that's going to be me when <laughs> sending him a right load of abuse. Well, uh, he, he, has said, he has said he might come on the UK one. So, uh, has he? Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Oh, oh, that's brilliant. Fantastic. I hope Ben's listening to this, Ben, because you're a star man for that. Brilliant. (laughs) Well, I'm just going to read out a tweet that we got. I love all of the social media interaction that we have. And this one was from Podcast Vultures. So, again, he's calling out the presenter. So he says, the Love Island USA presenter is dry AF. Presumably that's as fuck. But seems he finds himself rather clever. Even worse. I even offered to buy Ian Sterling a ticket to Fiji. We have a nation full of comedians. Surely they could find one to narrate. <laughs> so I, I completely agree. And I think there are, there are so many great American comedians. I think surely if there's a second season, they need to give this guy his marching orders and get someone decent on there. Dave, not being funny. What about a comedy duo like me and you? Well, potentially, yeah, yeah, but uh, at eight o'clock, we'd have to censor ourselves, wouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Me especially. <laughs> Every other way to be beep, wouldn't it? Well, that, look at that beep over there with that beep. Yeah, it's true. But yeah. So, Dave, you're not getting out of this. Yeah, what no, are you going to no. take us out with? <laughs> <laughs> well, Christian, I'm going to borrow a tagline from one of our other podcasts because we saw this superhero game played out tonight and I'm going to use our tagline from Comics in Motion and say that with an average podcast comes no responsibility. 